0: Hey guys how's it going welcome to the shoes with biscuit podcast i'm your host alex whiteley and joining me today is one of the one of my most favorite people that i've met on the show and it will continue to be as well is uh our high sheriff of shropshire dean harris thank you so much for joining us again on the show dean
1: i know very pleased to be here alex you've um, been championing me from the get-go so um it would only be right that i put in an appearance before i um tootle off and uh, and hand over so no delighted to have a chat to you
0: I I think it's rightly so. Uh, I mean, I I speak about you. you, your ears must be burning quite a lot because it's all positive, by the way. I'm not not like, oh, that Dean Harris, what's she been up to today? It's always been like, if if you're a young female uh, and you want to uh, sort of look at someone, look up to someone, for inspiration on how women can become strong and powerful and independently brilliant then Dean Harris is the person to look to because that's what I, that's what I see from you and there are there are a few very strong powerful women in, in in sort of shropshire that I've spoken to um and it's it's a privilege to work with with people that just that you're very selfless in the way that that you move around and but at the same time you're like I'm not taking any crap if that makes any sense but in a polite good way you know and I yeah, like that I, definitely- I think
1: no, I, I would agree with you. I mean, I am. Um, I, I I think I do brand myself as authentic. Um, I, I don't fit into any particular stereotype. And I, I, you know, I I I also accept there can be a bit of a, a marmite element as well. That there's a there's a you either love me or you hate me. Hopefully, not hate, That's quite a strong word. But um, but hopefully, <laughs> So you know, in my
0: way, I'll explain to you why they're wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah. But it's it's very much um, you know I do believe in um, standing up and and, and speaking out. Um, I think it's important I think it's important for people whether you're a male or female or whatever um, but I'm you know I'm very much into uh, right okay this is what I believe in this is what I'm going to say also I'll take it if I'm wrong I'm quite happy for people to come back to me so um, I am I am I know I'm quite bossy I know I'm quite forthright but um, I'd like to think I I I do speak with a heart um, and and it's not not just about making a load of noise that I'd like to think I've got some sort of informed awareness when I'm speaking as well, but no, Mm. I'm, I'm all for, for championing the women's side of things I have to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's, it's very important. I mean, I mean, not just women either. I mean, that is important. That's extremely important, but young people out there, I think I have been during this, this last, Sort of twelve months, I gotta say. I've spoken to so many young people that have just had these from a young age, like light bulb moments. Boof! And instead of like sitting there festering on it and not doing it, they've gone out there and done amazing things. Like you know, I've, I've spoken to so many great people that have just gone out there and been such an inspiration. I mean, speaking to to Luke Allen on our reduced to clear biscuits a new show that we're doing, that guy is seventeen years old and he's got so much knowledge and wisdom about him 17 and I'm, and I'm blown away by him it's crazy to see it's nice to I see know, that I across mean, the county.
1: i'm old enough to be most of these young people's nan. i know i'm sad to say but um but you do realize i mean the world is a different place without a shadow of a doubt forget covid if we can for a moment but um <laughs> it is very much a different place anyway in that it's so much smaller for, for for kids these days or young people these days um and also i just love it when they see no no boundaries you know don't tell somebody they can't do something what right have we we've got to tell somebody they can't do something so um I've got my outstanding young citizen awards net next week which are something that every high sheriff in, in Shropshire does every year and they what well, they're in their 16th year I think it is now so we go out to all of the specifically youngsters whether it's colleges schools youth organizations whatever try and encourage people to put, put young people forward and that can be for anything that they've done community-based or what have you And some of these youngsters, the the range of stuff that's come back, the range of nominations, I was astounded. Um, And what stood out for me as well was some of the people that just really do stand up and want to champion the rights of the underdog or or are standing up for certain beliefs they've got and things like that. And I I really do think it's important that um, that their voice is recognised and listened to. Um, because they can they have such an impact you know we can't we don't walk in their shoes we don't understand how they see the world so let's just listen and not be too arrogant and not listen to that so no I've I, it's just been um, that side of things and when I've gone into schools and colleges this year it's been quite an eye-opener for me I don't tend to engage very often other than that with youngsters I, I don't have any and I thank the Lord every day um but you know i, I sometimes think it comes to get in contact with youngsters through the uh work do doing courts and things but but very limited besides other the relatives. so it's been quite um an eye-opener to me to, to engage again with youngsters this year
0: beautiful that's a, that's a great sort of eye-opener for you as well isn't it you know that you Oh, actually, you know, because I, I, I'm, I'm too late in the stage to be in a position where I could probably aspire to be in a position where I could run the country or be in a position to do that. So I think about like when I'm getting on a bit and saying 10, 20 years, 30 years, whatever, are we going to be okay? Uh, you know, <laughs> leaving it to these guys, and I honestly, some of the young people I've spoken to, I'm, I'm quite confident in the fact that this generation's got it, man. They've, they've, they've this next generation are, are in a yeah. position way better than, especially the millennials. When you speak about millennials, all the stuff that we've had to live through, um, th- these kids are born into that. You know, they, they, they haven't had a, a life of luxury, and then suddenly gone. Oh my God, uh, th- there's been, a, uh, you know, uh, uh, everything that's happened. You know, Um, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Um, okay. When it comes to being the High Sheriff, we spoke at the, the very first, at uh, the beginning of your term.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, is this role what you thought it was going to be? And um, is that a difficult question to ask during the, in the COVID era anyway, like, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, no, not really. Um, but we're quite fortunate in Shropshire. I, I think I can't remember if I mentioned it last time. So much happened. Um, there isn't really a blueprint in Shropshire. There, there isn't a blueprint per se across across the country, but very much in Shropshire, it, it's um, you do your own thing. There's only certain criteria you have to do. Obviously, you've got to respect the office, which is important. Um, but you've also got to support and encourage uh, the fundamentals, which are the judiciary and the crown, are crucial to it. And then there is uh, things like the emergency services, the voluntary sector, um, the different faith groups, anything to do with crime prevention and our two local authorities. So those are the, the caveats that you've got. But around that, you can do very much as you as you please. Um, so I, would you know, this has been four years I've known I was going to do this. So because I'm slightly um, uh obsessive Uh, I've been doing a lot of planning over that time uh, a lot of finding out what what, who's who what's what in the county and so pulling it all together so there wasn't you know I knew which way I was going from from the get-go and then Covid happened obviously but I knew what I wanted to achieve in the year um I think that one of the biggest surprises was well twofold um I, I didn't realize quite how many people didn't know what the high sheriff was and that's probably 9 out of 10. Hopefully that's dropped to 6 out of 10 now since I've, I've been in office. Um but also um the uh I, forgot where I was going now. sorry that so there was the 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 fact that people didn't know what the high sheriff was but also the um sorry i've lost my train of thought I <laughs> it's absolutely fine
0: um so you, you there's you, there's certain things you've learned about the role there's certain things you've adapted and added to it um yeah. what would you say you've added to this that no other high sheriff has is there something that you've done that's been completely unique oh um i
1: i suppose that the, a big deal has been the social media side of things which uh-huh. um i have been uh championing all along that that's a big deal I mean I, I've been extremely extremely proactive is the other thing as well which um again this isn't speaking about previous sheriffs in Shropshire this is in general some counties don't work like that some counties literally do have a formal diary that you 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 know you pretty much um do not not quite do what you're told but there's a lot of stuff that's already in the diary that you, you are expected to get involved with um, I went out and found my own um, things and, and and made contact and was very proactive i had no choice given covid i had to do that um but i do think the um the 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 social media side of things has been massively important it's not really been done greatly in shropshire before believe it or not it's quite it's quite radical in high sheriff world um and i was i remember once going to a conference and being told don't get involved in that social media thing it's very dangerous um, which is like a red rag for a bull for me so uh i i obviously chose to get involved because it's it's made such a massive difference and i mean i'd really be missing a trick if we'd have just you know just gone to traditional media traditional media has been brilliant but the reach has been unbelievable and the fact that we've been able to um you know, champion the causes that I've talked about, as you know, domestic abuse, child poverty deprivation, and addiction, but also all of the amazing organizations I've met. Um, I've been able to spread the word about them. Um, I've done constant shout outs when people have needed volunteers and things like that. So, um, again, that that's something that we, we put a lot of work and effort into, which hopefully now I will hand that over to the, the new incoming High Sheriff uh, and hopefully they will keep that going because we've got quite a bit of traction. Um, you know I, I chose to post every day um, on you know Insta, Facebook uh, and LinkedIn so um, I stayed away from Twitter I think I mentioned last time that um, I think I'd get myself into trouble a bit like uh, Donald <laughs> Trump if I got onto, onto Twitter and I know full well high sheriffs are not allowed to be political or, or um, you know antagonistic so I, I knew what what I was best at doing so um, I think the biggest thing has been the social media fairness.
0: I think it's super important. It really is because if you think about what your job what your job is to is to promote the county, right? It's to show people, oh, look shops is great come and spend your money here you know yeah. this is that's what we want people to do when you can of course and social media is a free tool to do that i mean yeah. if you don't use social media these days you got to be absolutely insane but the, the, i think the, the only negatives is is of course is the uh the negative comments the trolls things like that um is have you come across any of that even if you're doing it seems to me that even if you're doing something positive there's always that lunatic out there that's kind of like swear word you're this and you know it's horrible have you seen much of that as it affect you if
1: Unfortunately, you have no um I, I mean i've had some people approach me via social media about issues or, or complaints or angst that they've got with not me specifically but the system the judiciary um things to do with family court or you know stuff like that so I've had one or two people approach me there which you know I've, I've taken offline uh, and we, we we've dealt with it and I've referred them on to people who can help them which, which, which isn't me but um not not I'd touch wood and, and obviously I've still got what five weeks left or whatever it is <laughs> um so not at anything quite and you know uh nothing rude or antagonistic directed at me or the office, which, which is quite good. Oh, nice. Um, good. and certainly you know, not when I've been out to towns and met people or anything, I, I have to say I've been, and that was where I was going when I lost my train before, um, the, the way people have received me and been receptive to the office, um, has been really, I, I, I wasn't quite prepared for that. Um, but everybody would be so lovely. Um, I don't know why. Um, I, I but I, I just wasn't, um, so uh, no, no, it's, it, it's,
0: it's fine. Um, and when it came to, to COVID, obviously we, if we talk about the first sort of half of your term, um, did it take a while to take a run up at things or did you straight from the beginning put down a plan in place, a schedule and sort of stick to that throughout the whole term?
1: Um, I, I did put a plan in place because a, that's what I do for a living is plan and then I like lists and I like rules and I'm, I'm, I'm very good at all that sort of thing. I do like a, a to-do list um a bit of a control freak without I know that I'm, I'm quite happy to tick that box myself but um yeah I mean it was obvious because I came to office two weeks uh after the first lockdown started I am the famous person who thought that the COVID thing would probably last a fortnight I make no apology I did genuinely think this isn't this isn't going to be long term so it's been once or twice we've deferred things and delayed things thinking, oh, next month, next month. But then it became quite obvious that there wasn't going to be a next month. So mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I pretty much went from the get go, right. This is going to have to go virtual. And I'd not done a lot of virtual stuff before um, through work or anything else. So, you know, I was the person stuck on mute to mm-hmm. people shouting, Dean, you're on mute quite a lot. Um, but, yeah, I went straight to virtual, didn't know how long it was going to last Spent the first month or six weeks very much introducing myself, um, getting down the list of people I wanted to catch hold of so they knew who I was, what I was going to be championing, Um, but also being quite mindful to the fact of this was unknown, scary, um, and there were a lot of people, you know, in in a a bad place with the whole thing. Uh, And so you didn't want somebody sort of bouncing along Shouting and bawling about, um, you know, how exciting and wonderful this was. I was very respectful to the fact that some people were going through some seriously, you know, bad stuff, and and it was going to evolve and get worse. So, um, I hope I was sympathetic and um, took that on board. So, but I was very much right. Okay, we, we need to get things done. People need to know I'm here. I want people to know that I can be, um, you know, used in, in the nicest possible sense to help and support in any way I can. So that, that's what I sort of set set to on the first um, six or eight weeks. Um, and I have to say it worked really, really well. And it's one of the things I've recommended going forward that um, in various forums, when we talk to incoming high sheriffs, keep this blended working thing going, keep, keep the virtual stuff going, obviously get out and about when you can, but some forums don't need you to travel halfway across the county. Um, for a, you know, an hour's meeting or whatever. Yes, meeting people is different, but if you're just sitting in on a forum or a formal meeting, um, get, do the blended thing because it's just so, you know, efficient and effective with, um, time. And also, um, you know, you've got no reason to say no to things then either, but there, there is no excuse these days. So, yeah, that, that's, that's
0: really- the hardest thing. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I've been to a few networking things on Zoom and stuff, and I always meet someone that can be helpful towards me or the biscuit or what have you. Um, you know, the only reason we're a business now is because I met. A- um, Chris for from CGR that 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 helped us out and became a business and as well your 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 husband as well we we met up and there's so many influential people that kind of I met that was kind of like you've got something here man you can do something with a biscuit and it's uh, yeah so yeah, that's I
1: mean, be- networking's been a massive part of this this role as well that um you know I obviously I do some networking through through my day job um but this that's been integral to this and really that um you know I, I was prepared for that. But the the volume of networking has surprised me and the amount of um, facilitating and putting people together has just been fantastic. So that, um, you know, I I, I do know personally, I have made a difference from that point of view. And that's something that I would encourage all future high sheriffs just to be very proactive. Um, You know, you you don't assume people know what's going on in the county because a lot of the time they don't. Um, But also don't assume that just because you've got you know, Joe blogs in Market Drayton with one, you know, one, um, one offering, and the same individual down in in Ludlow. They don't yeah. know each other exists, but together they can do something. And so, um, you know, I've been massive fan of the e-introductions, um, which uh, I've just been, you know, I, I must do at least three or four e-introductions virtually every day to people putting them together and things like that. Which, again, as I say, I, I did in my day job, and I've always done. But um, if you just know that people can put them together and let them run with it. It's just, it is just fantastic.
0: That's what I, that's the uh, the image, the, the, the goal I sort of have for the virtual market showcase was to bring one business owner and another business over and talk, talk, yeah. talk to them. And maybe they, you yeah. know, they've never met before and they can connect in certain ways. I mean, the first one we have, we have the guy from Bake uh, and we and we had Amy from um, Madden Lama's flower bar. And yeah. I was like, well, you could make brownies uh, from baked yeah. shoes being with mixed with the flowers and send up you know, what I mean, like there's silly little things like that that could yeah, work. Yeah. could do it
1: but it, it's true because people sometimes just need somebody else to bounce with, you know, if you yeah. if you are a business owner, um and particularly if you're an owner manager, sometimes you've got nobody. you are it or, or you may have staff, but they you know they're looking to you for leadership and guidance. whereas, um you know if you've got a fellow business owner, no you know you're not in competition you're just on the same page you understand the same mm-hmm. problem sometimes it's really helpful just to bounce with somebody um or they might have st- you know people the amount of collaboration going on and you're i mean you're a big fan of collaboration across, across the mm-hmm. county um it is the way forward because you can achieve so much by um you know not being too precious that you know we all like to have best practice and we we like our ideas to be our ideas but if you can collaborate and share it can just make such a difference it really can
0: when I was younger, I, I, um, I went through one of these phases where I was going to make my own comic book, right? It's crazy. Yeah. I, I drew out this, I drew it all out and everything. And I was like, why well, how, how do I make money on this? So I, was, I was about 11. <laughs> I think.
1: Yeah. And yeah, uh,
0: I, I spoke to my teacher in school and he's like, well, you give it away for free first. And I could never understand that. Never understood why do you give it away for free? And it's, of course, that's your network. That's your, yeah. how you build your audience. Um, um, what is
1: it- Rat to catch a mackerel, isn't it? That's what it is. So Exactly. Um, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: All right, so we, we've talked about your introduction to sort of being High Sheriff and what you kind of expected. Let's talk about the goals that you'd set out for yourself at the beginning. Um, you, were, you were doing a lot with domestic abuse, mental health, and and, and um, was it... That was it, wasn't
1: it? Was it domestic abuse?
0: Domestic abuse, um, addiction, and child poverty and deprivation. That's it. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Um, sorry. Right. Did you manage to... Um, do what you wanted to do with that.
1: Yes, because what I fundamentally wanted to do was uh raise the profile of the three issues in the county and challenge people's um sometimes lack of knowledge or even maybe some stereotypical views or misconceptions about, about the three areas. So um I've been um doing a lot of work around that, sat in on a lot of forums, um kept the message going on, on social media. And in, in the general media. So yeah, we've done a lot of work on that. Um, that's worked well. And we've also managed to get some, we've got some funding so that we could train uh, a teacher in every school in Taft and Rekin in their Expect Respect program, which teaches young people about domestic abuse from the age of four, appropriately, obviously, up to 18. So that was good. Um, we also did some uh information forums for employers working with the Chamber of Commerce so that employers could sign up and find out okay what are the realities of domestic abuse how are they and are they affecting my staff Um, because you know nobody escapes this I'm afraid Um, so that worked really well I think we had probably about 300 people involved in that so that they got to learn about policies you know what what should they do if they suspect domestic abuse but also what should they do if they suspect one of their employees is a perpetrator so that worked really well um with with the addiction side of things um again it was breaking down stereotypical views finding out the realities of what is going on in the county and then that that side of things sort of spins off into um you get the uh, child criminal exploitation county lines people know about that then you get the wider CSE and things. So that's spun out. And again, that's been information raising um, and awareness raising. And I have managed to get out to all of the service providers across the county, um, except for TACT in Telford. We are desperately trying to get together before I finish um, to meet some of the the service providers, sorry, service users. Um, And I've spoken to a lot and found out uh, the realities of being an addict and what it means. And fundamentally, they're just like you or I. They're no different. Some, they, some of them have got jobs, they've got families, they've got kids, they've got, you know, mum's, dad's, brother's, sisters. Um, and so it's interesting talking to people about the triggers, uh, the whys, the hows, the wheres, um, you know, and, and there's an element of there but for the grace of God is what, what I think we all need to remember. So that's been fascinating. It's also been um, interesting to try and get help get some funding for some of these organisations because they are, quite a few of them are very small um, doing amazing work and often, um, particularly in and operated on a sort of peers. So it's, um, you know, Recovering Addicts themselves are, are running the, the organisations, which is just amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then obviously we've got We Are With You in, in Shropshire, working with youngsters and, and adults as well. So um, achieved quite a lot there. Then we went into the, the, the uh, poverty and deprivation side of things. And, and I appreciate it was labeled as child poverty and deprivation. And let's be honest, it's not child, it's, it's you know, children are not in poverty on their own. It's normally a family or, or, or what have you is, is in poverty. So I understand that. And I knew that was gonna be the hardest um, nut to crack as it were, or, or certainly the hardest area to have uh, any impact because it's um, it's a complex area. it it needs, you know, potentially looking at government change and and policy change and things like that. So um, all I could really do is, again, raise awareness and make people understand the levels of deprivation that we've got in the county, which um, a lot of people have been stunned at when you you talk about the numbers. And they're quite surprised uh, Mm. at the, the, the number of people where there is poverty in the county, because, you know, it is beautiful, it is lovely, but we have got um, some of the most deprived areas in the top 10% nationally in Shropshire um so that's been an eye-opener for people um and we talked about the specifics of what poverty means as well and you, you can see people's jaw drop when you start talking about the haves and have-nots um so that's been uh good and we managed to set up as well um a welfare fund at the end of last year with the help of ACO, who um, I think you might remember from last time, ACO over in Oswestry um, have been very kind and partnered with me for their, I've, I, I was their CSR um, element for the year. So they they um, worked with me on, on the organisations I wanted to support and the initiatives. But through some funding that they were able to provide, we we were able to give 40 of the most deprived schools in Shropshire, Tuft and a welfare fund each so that they could um, fund kids. And there were no criteria. We left it to the schools to decide who needed what. Um, the only thing we asked was it didn't go on electronics. Um, and it was very much about you know shoes, coats, clothes, uh, books, pencils, bags, whatever the, those children needed. Um, so that was really well received. And we hadn't really planned on doing that. That was just a bit of a light bulb moment at the tail right, end of last right. year. So that was really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a, a, a difficult. I mean, yeah, it's been terrible for a lot of people, especially when we're talking about sort of um, domestic abuse, mental health, poverty. Yeah. You know, a lot of people some people have lost their jobs, their businesses, you know, and um it's yeah. going to be very difficult for a lot of people to sort of pull themselves up from that even after Covid is gone. And yeah. um, so hopefully, I mean, it sounds to me what you've done is you've set a foundation for for moving forward, which is nice.
1: Well- I think I think the worrying thing is and, and, um, you know, I know and I I don't want to be doing gloom. It's not about that today. But there's good news, obviously, with the vaccine and stuff like that going on, which Mm -hmm. is fantastic. But we do have to remember that, you know, that there is the um, we're in a a weird time at the moment with we've got the furlough side of things, which is fantastic. It's been extended. But, you know, this isn't going to once we come out of this in June, whenever it is, um, Please, please, God. Um, it's not all going to go back and be tickety boo. There's still going to be the ram, you know, the, the repercussions because some, some businesses are in, in a fake survival mode at the moment because they've got furlough. Once furlough goes and the realities hit, um, that, that's a worry. You're going to get increased um, unemployment. Um, admittedly, I am pleased that the children are going back to school because um, unfortunately, schools are, um, are, are, are they are. Use long forward, but they, they pick up the social issues that we've got and, and they are key to trying to address some of those issues um and if nothing else out of covid i suppose the three areas i highlighted are now being talked about a lot more and um, people are more aware of them and now what we need is um you know on a national level we need that that talk to turn into action really so that we can well eradicate if we can or at least make inroads into eradicating Um, you know the suffering that's going on in those three areas
0: is there is there something that you um, that you wanted to work on that you went to work on that was that set you into emotional overdrive that that was just too much for you to to stomach
1: um no I wouldn't say no not not um I mean I'm, I'm I'm quite a tough cookie I don't I don't get shocked easily I get extreme I get frustrated extremely easily but I think that's because I'm a woman of a certain age as well and I'm short and I'm Welsh. So I've got those three things. <laughs> um, so um, I, I know I can get savage about things, but um, not, not from an emotional point of view, you know, I mean, what, some of the frustrations, some of the things I wanted to get done, I wanted to get into schools mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to start, really start talk to kids about aspirations. Um, obviously I wouldn't use the word aspiration, but we'd talk about hopes and dreams and you know, what, what do you want? Because um I think that's crucial that that just because of where you're born and and your your family, um, if you can just see some way out of that and you can change things and somebody gives you permission um, that you don't have to stay like this. I just think it is crucial. And I think we've got such a lot of work to do with um, self-esteem and raising aspirations in schools. So that's been unfortunate that I I haven't managed to, to get in there um again that's something i could carry on working on um after after i finish in office potentially um i wanted to get my charity ball off the ground um i couldn't, yeah. couldn't do that because that 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 um obviously was cancelled but again through the um everybody who sponsored and supported were so kind that they they allowed me to keep the money not me obviously but um um so that we could again do the welfare fund and and, and make donations to various other things amazing
0: amazing amazing um the, the frustrations are obviously i think they're key to it, sort of moving on maybe you can pass them frustrations on to the, you, the next person that's this is what i couldn't do maybe you could i mean i, I suppose every high sheriff that comes in has their own goals and the road sets their own uh, path um but like like you're saying after after role, after you finish your role Maybe you can carry on with that. Is there is there a bit of that? The kind of I haven't had enough time. I want to carry on doing this, or you know, is there a kind a, of a relief of I haven't got so much to do no more? You know,
1: oh, um, no, I have time. I'm extremely sad. I can't deny. I can't deny. I am really, really sad that it's coming to an end. Um, for for all sorts of reasons. Partly because obviously I can see that you know COVID and and, and we'll be coming out of this eventually. So um, you know that there are some of the things I wanted to do I, I could could now do. Um, But I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And it's been, you know, it's not about what I've got from it, but I can't deny, you know, I have. It's been so rewarding to be able to put people together. But the you are right. um, We're not allowed to tie the hands of the the incoming high sheriff. And I I wouldn't dream of doing that either um, because we are all very different. And we all come to it with different skill sets, different things we want to achieve we've got a different take on, on on the world as well so you know which, which is important and um, we just don't want to churn out the same old same old all the time so um i um th- there are certain things i will continue to do you know i will continue to champion about uh, so sort of, um i'd like to work, continue doing work and being like an ambassador to do with domestic abuse it's something that is just um it really hits home with me um, addiction, again, you know, the, all of the organisations, I will continue and they will all receive an email from me at the end of my term with my personal contact details, because if there's anywhere I can help, support, um, but again, keep connecting people, I don't see that that will ever change. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's one or two projects I would like to, to continue working on afterwards and have been asked to. Um, I've not committed to anything yet um and I'm not quite I'm not teasing them but I just want to make sure that I can give the time uh, and energy to be able to make a difference I don't want to just be a name at the bottom of a letterhead and also I've had to be quite um conscious and make people aware you know I will lose the coat of arms from the bottom of my email footer soon and um you know you need to remember that you you would be having Dean Harris so that that's that that's the Uh, key thing as well. But no, I mean there's there's still a lot I'd like to continue doing. Um and has opened my eyes to the what I've been surprised at is the amount of um amazing work and vital work that goes on in the county which is delivered through the third sector. Now I'd never had anything to do with the third sector. So you know our charity voluntary community sector before. And I was very much a private sector girl, knew about the, the public sector and what have you, but this wasn't something that touched my world. I am stunned Um, And a lot of people would be if you realised if we didn't have the third sector, God help what would happen in the county, because they really do contribute to the fabric of Mm -hmm. our society. And I think um, there's a lot of work that can be done there to support um, and encourage and get the business sectors working with the third sector in a better way.
0: Yeah, I think that's, uh, I've heard that a few times mentioned in, in forums and conversations as yeah. it, that, that we shouldn't have to rely on charity as much as we do. Um, but no. they, like you said, they are the backbone of what, especially when it comes to mental health, addiction, yeah. uh, you know, sort of medical needs, uh, disabilities, all, all, you know, dog aid, things like this, um, yeah. you know, the movement centre, um, uh, Share. Uh, you know, there's so many amazing things in, Shrew- in Shropshire that, that just offer such an amazing service and if it wasn't for them then the government or the NHS may be overwhelmed you know.
1: It yeah definitely I mean you know and and these are people who have just got a downright passion for what they're doing and an expertise and knowledge that you know that that goes hand in glove but, um, but yeah I think there's so much if we, we would be able to achieve so much more if, and, and, and this is something I'm going to be working on is um, trying to see how we can get the two sectors working better together so that we can do some maybe skill swapping, um, a bit you know, let's look at corporate social responsibility in its broader sense so that you know, little SMEs or you know, owner managers, one-man bands think about oh, what can I do to help? How can I help? And and again, you know, a lot of the charity and voluntary sector organizations they've got things to offer as well. I mean, you mentioned mental health. Um, you know, some some of these organizations could come into employers and talk to them about mental health. Um, you know, uh, ways of coping and, and and adapting and things like that. So I think um, there's a whole piece of work that, um, that that we can continue. I mean, we've started some work on it. There's a whole piece that needs to continue on around around that in, across. And when I'm talking the county, I'm talking you know the geographical county.
0: I think that's uh, really important actually because there's a lot of. Co- I've worked for a number of companies where they've gone. If you need help with mental health, there's a number. Here's a number. Try- Crack on, but but how great would it be if you got to actually meet the people involved with that, you know? Oh, actually, they're not too bad, because I... I've been offered that number before. You know, I've been very honest about my issues with mental health in the past, and I am—I've never ranked those numbers, never, no, because I don't want to speak to that person. I don't know them. You know.
1: No, it's the um, what is it? EAP, isn't it? Employee Assistance Programmes, and, and don't get me wrong—I think they were they, they are wonderful, and there's, there is a place for them. Um, but you know, there there is still a massive amount of stigma, right? Well, it's wrongly around mental health. Um, a lot of people sometimes don't even recognise that what they're going through is classed as mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, And and there's all that side of it as well. Um, I mean, I think we are far better at talking about it now. And, you know, I'm fortunate I've never never had mental health issues personally. And and I was probably guilty of being one of those dismissive people several years ago. But until you've had it in your family and you start to recognise and you're talking to somebody you know who had never had issues before and they start to talk to you about the realities of some of that, it it absolutely wakes you up and and um, you know please god people don't have to go through it themselves for them to understand it so um, yeah if we can do a bit more educating around that as well and you know whilst I said I was going to stick to my three causes in my year you can't help but go off into other areas because they're linked like we're talking mental health like you talk homelessness things like that they're sort of um, peripheral problems that all intertwine with each other when you've got got the social problems that we've got in the county really
0: um How how have you been with dealing with sort of um, I suppose it doesn't come under your sort of your jurisdiction when it comes to things like I don't know the the controversial things like the Relief Road and and all these sort of things that people that there's so much conflict uh, and you know you're in a position at the moment where you've got to be like impartial you've got to kind of like well you're maybe right you maybe right. how have you dealt with situations like that where you can't you've got to be impartial.
1: Well, I um, you are right. It, it doesn't come under my jurisdiction, which is is a good thing. Um, and I also I'm, I'm not it's not a political position. So, yeah. I mean, I've been the two local authorities have been very supportive to me because because of the areas I was looking at. I, you know, I've spent a lot of time talking to them about what the provision is, what's happening and this, that and the other. And they've been very open and accommodating. And I think, you know, my policy on on everything personally and, and in the role has been very much transparency if you people ask you a question just answer the question honestly or if you can't answer the question honestly tell them I can't tell you that that's all people want so um you know that that's a, a big mantra for me in, in general um but yeah I mean I I've not got, got my I've not got myself caught up in things um yeah, to do good. with local government to do with policy and things like that because it, a I can't add anything to it I'm no authority on it and sometimes we don't know the whole story. And I mean, you talked before about social media. You get the people who 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 like to rant um, on social media. And sometimes there should, you know, it's easy, isn't it? They're faceless. I think sometimes if we stopped and just knew all of the facts and took an objective view, and this is that this is the magistrate in me coming out now. You stop. You 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 measure the facts. You look at what's going on, and then you make a you know a, a reasoned decision. And I think maybe maybe we lack that sometimes
0: yeah it's a lot of you gotta learn sometimes when it comes to compassion and understanding i got taught sometimes it's not a bad idea to understand that everyone has the possibility to be a bit of an idiot like and you you can't just like okay you said this stupid thing that's it he's gone from my life forever i'm not speaking sometimes you can be like no he's wrong but bless him you know or you know this (laughs) you can't just you can't just judge someone on a comment i mean uh you know uh i mean eventually eventually if so many are made they might be like oh alex has said this about eight times on the shoes of biscuit i'm not listening anymore like you know i'd kind of expect it if you keep doing it but no,
1: um, it's true i mean it's true you, i mean i was taught many years ago and it was when i first went into court system um you know good people do bad things and bad people do good things and and really you just need to stop judge but i mean but equally we ultimately we're all responsible for ourselves aren't we so um i think that's the, the other thing as well but no, as for ranting um, about developments in the county and things like that, no. Um, because there is some fantastic things, and I you know, I, I did sit in on um, to do with the various town plans and the, the, but for, for both local authorities and the various things that the bids are doing. I mean, it is amazing and so innovative, and the thoughts and ideas and the visuals are just amazing for what could happen across the county over the next sort of 10, 10 20 years. Um, and if they come off, it'll just be a... Well, I mean, it is it is an exceptional place to live as far as I'm concerned. But yes, yeah, some of these some of these thoughts and ideas are just fantastic. With the and, big and, town, and together, pl-
0: sorry, Alice. I was just going to say with the big palm, I haven't touched any of that yet because simply because um, sounds daft. But I didn't think we were worthy as a show. I didn't think like this is a massive ordeal like to get involved with that. Like so, maybe we should.
1: I don't okay, mean, okay, so- Honestly, it, it. I mean, I, I. Um. Obviously, I've looked into to, to what they're planning in Telford and, and what the planning should things, um. And and it, it's impressive. And at the moment, obviously, the 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 ideas are out there, and it's purposely for feedback. That's what they want. And mm. um, these are very much aspirational hopes and dreams. Um. So people have to say to come back and say, well, why wouldn't it work? Or no, we don't want that, or we like that. So I think it's quite important when when you are given an opportunity to speak up that. Um. That I mean. I, you don't have to give me an opportunity. I'll speak up anyway. But, um, <laughs> but, but I do think, it, you know, don't moan about it after the, the event. If you've got something to say or you've got an idea, I just think it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant way to do it. I mean, I'm, I'm all for, um, you know, allowing people to have their say. I think it's, it's vital and we should do more of it. Um, you know, I think you should do um, a lot of the um, getting people involved and letting them have their say on all sorts of ideas and, and thoughts, because, you know, people sometimes work in silos and they don't see things from the end user's perspective. And I think that's quite important. Um, you know, no matter who you are.
0: Yeah, that's really important. Um, I think one of the most important things with a role like this is it, it, like life is a highway, right? Let me just quote a song. <laughs> um, what have you learned about you? What's the lessons that you've taken away from this role this year?
1: Okay, what have I learned about me? Um, I've learned very much. um, I didn't like public speaking when I came um, into this office. Uh, It's one of my, even though I can sit in court and I can, and I've got plenty to say, um, put me on a stage and I I don't really like being the centre of attention complete contradiction I know but that's just how it is <laughs> um so I did take myself in hand and went off and had some uh public speaking lessons and really I must confess it, it's all now very much down to um practice practice and more practice and yeah, I know I'm now actually quite <laughs> comfortable um doing public speaking um I hope I'm okay at it I've done a lot of it and and, and nobody's switched me off or done a, a Jackie Weaver on me and, and deleted me off the um off, off the screen <laughs> so yeah I think my public speaking that's worked really well um, I also uh I think very much the whole feel of fear and do it anyway that um you know you are going into forums you never thought you would go in uh, never expected to meet certain people and I think yeah there's an element of look what's the worst that can happen here so I think that's quite um significant um, I always knew I was proactive and, and tenacious so that 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 was uh, that was already there I didn't need to worry about that um uh what else have I learned about me I learned that I'm not ever going to go on to an electronic diary I'm going to stay with my old-fashioned final facts <laughs> um definitely um what else have I learned um yeah I, I, I suppose I have learned about the the whole networking thing it's just something i've maybe undervalued before yeah. and i've now realized actually just go out, always go out of your way to do this so yeah that that's been pretty useful as well um, and also the that's i mean the i've learned a lot personally about how local government operates how um the third sector operates so that side of things as as um, you know I've, I've learned about that as well which has been pretty pretty good
0: Amazing. And There's a lot of that we've got in common this year, actually. And um, we've moved into a live sector. We're doing the shows. We've, I've learned how to do that as well. The public speaking thing never been easy for me um, with the live feeds. So you'll see that red dot in the corner, kind of climb up a bit. Yeah. But networking is very, very important. Um, we're running out of time, obviously. Um, but um, if you could give the the next high sheriff of Shropshire uh, a couple of bits of advice, um, what would you say to them? especially as you are a pioneer in the fact that this is a, this is the COVID era and they're going to get a slice of that. What would you say to them?
1: You are very kind, Alex. Um, well, I, mean, I think we've, we've made a joke before that we've said, as you know, the office is 1100 years old and previous high sheriffs have been through things like the black death, the great plague, the Norman conquest and various world wars. And, and really they, they've always had to adapt and, and, and I'll just always be known as the, as the COVID sheriff, but, which is, which is fine. <laughs> but I think, um, uh, my successor, who's uh, Tony morris takes office on the 9th of April. And um, obviously, we're, we're very different people and Tony's focus will be different. And I, and I wouldn't really purport to be, uh, to be able to tell him too much what to do. But one of the things that we did do as, um, as a West Midlands region... Was we put together some handy hints and tips for incoming high sheriffs just so that there was maybe more continuity. So um we've already done some work on that, and that, that's gone gone forward. And I think that will help people so that it sort of shortcuts them to the who are the movers and shakers, who are the key people they need to talk to, you know, and, and that sort of thing. So um that's already, already done. Um as regards um the what else? Would, would, I would I would suggest. Let me just think. Um, yeah, the blended working that I mentioned. Um, keep that going. Make sure that you do some, you know, as much live as you can, and get out and about. But but don't don't just switch your Zoom off and never never switch it on again. And also importantly, um, I was quite fortunate after we'd had the initial period of lockdown, uh, and we were allowed out. Um, I really got hold of it, and I went on a sixty virtually a sixteen day tour of all across the county. To all four corners. It was important that um, A, I was out and about. I I was not just gonna become a Shrewsbury or, or Telford-centric sheriff. I wanted to be everywhere. Uh, and also, you know, there were a lot of people that needed to have some positive stuff going on Mm. so we talked about the positives I got to thank people for for the wonderful work they've been doing um but I also got to to feel what what is the difference in certain parts of the county you know what they've got different perspectives on things um you know what, what are their needs and what are their issues so that that's important that I think um a sheriff really needs to get out and about and remember it's the whole county um and also you are here to serve what the people want and that that's crucial um, it's about thanking, encouraging, uh, you know, as far and wide as you possibly can. So, um, yeah, I, I know you'll be in safe hands, though, after I'm gone. Let me just say that.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll have to get him on the show. I'd love to meet him. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I've got to, I'm going to do my Springer's final thoughts about this now, because okay. I, I got. <laughs> I've got to say, like, I have championed you a lot. I've talked about. It. There's a few people this year. This year has been one of the best years for the biscuit in 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 insp- looking for inspirational characters. And yeah. you have been up there at the tippity top, right? Because every time I speak to you, you do inspire me. Um, every time I see a picture of you in the newspaper or on, on the Shropshire Star on Facebook or on, in my Shrewsbury, or I'm always like, there she is. There she is doing her thing. Right? I'm so happy every time I see you because you're going out there and you're spreading that inspiration across the whole county. And you're right. It is the whole county. Um, and I've got to say, you may be losing that coat of arms at the bottom of your email, But I feel like you've gained another. And that's your name. Dean Harris, that is your coat of arms, because what you've done is you've shown people that there are people up there that care and that can encourage people to go out there and do amazing things. Because that's what you've done. That's what you've done this year. You've you've taken a terrible ordeal like COVID and you've gone, let's look for opportunity in that. And you did. So on behalf of the whole county, I'd like to say thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for what you've done
1: no you are you are very welcome i knew i was only going to get one shot at this and i wanted to do it and i wanted to do it well so um i'm pleased that you know hopefully i've made i've helped make some positive difference in the county which was which was all i could um really promise to do
0: and i and i absolutely hope that uh you're not going to ride off into the sunset no no, high sheriff but i'd like to, to keep in touch and if there's any way we can get you on the show um, and talk about anything you do want to carry on from if, whatever you're doing in life just come back on the show and keep talking because that's what I like <laughs>
1: oh, de- definitely one of the things I will be back to talk to you about Alex is the um uh, the uh Shropshire's Outstanding Community Project which is one of the projects taking forward we're going to be rolling it out this month and that's about recognizing it'll be an annual award um that that we've started now um and, and it'll be every future high sheriff will take it on as well And it's to go into communities. Well, it's for each community to recognise them as outstanding. So it's not about how beautiful they are to look at. um, It's about their community spirit and the good stuff that they've got going on. And there'll be an annual annual award going on. So when that's launched later this month, um, either myself or or some of the other team involved will definitely want to come back and talk to you about that.
0: Well, we're all ears. All ears.
1: Got a booking. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well look we are running out of time obviously we're about there we're about at the end but thank you so much for coming on it's always great to talk to you honestly it really is
1: you're a joy and keep doing what you're doing as well you're making you are making such a difference and the oh. range and um of people that you're getting on board and you know talking about poignant issues, some of the fun stuff as well. Uh, no, there's there's plenty. So I shall keep sending people your way, I promise.
0: Yeah, please do, because you've sent me some brilliant people. Uh, you really have. Um, where can people keep in touch with you after, if, if you want people to keep in touch with you, um, with social media and stuff?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, the the our social media accounts will transfer to the new High Sheriff, so it won't be me. The pictures will turn into Tony as of um, a few weeks' time. Um, but my i am i've obviously on social media myself on facebook and instagram but my email address uh, my business email address is dean d e a n at the dot biz um, nice. so you can always get hold of me there um that that you know i'm i'm available um and my mobile number hasn't changed so that would be the same as as it is on the um on the current high sheriff
0: account uh, as well amazing amazing um thank you so much for that uh, i also want to say a huge thank you before we get out of here to uh, our new uh, we've got a new biscuit media team that we've just put together uh so to james warman and to phil um phil uh morris thank you <laughs> I really thank you very much for joining the tea, team biscuit there there are new photographers uh we're going to go out and just wow we're going to be everywhere so i wanted um uh like an anchor man team channel news news six the Channel Six News team, you know, sort of pose. So, uh thank you very much for joining the team for them guys. um Before we get out of here, also, I want to tell you about my website, which is uh, podcast.co.uk. Made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. If you need a website, make sure you check them out. And and make sure you pay attention to what's going on on social media because we are bringing out so much stuff. Team Biscuit, I work. I'm, I'm working them. I am working. Them. I'm making sure they know that there's so much coming on at the moment because I've got I've got inspiration. I've got aspirations. I want to. I want take uh, the biscuit to, to high places so that means work so uh, we got loads to show you soon dean thank you very much again for for joining us on the show you're always welcome on and uh, we'll catch you guys next time peace out hey.
1: all the best alex thank you very much